and welcome for what has been a stressful getting everybody online. We hooked three people up. We got Camden Smith in Trenton, Georgia. We got Howie Cheney up on a, what do you call that ridge that you're on, Howie? Sand Mountain, High Point, Alabama. Hey, he's out in the middle of nowhere. But welcome to Off the Record with Randall, a very, very special edition. Friend of the show, and hey, I gotta say it, one of my favorite country music artists already. Camden Smith, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you having me. Those words mean a lot, man. It's an honor to be here. It's fun. So. You know, Camden, we, uh, we've talked about having you on for a while, but, you know, I really, I wanted you to, wanted you to have the summer to kind of get where you, you, you were going. And then we saw you the other night, and it's like a whole new gear has kicked in. Does yeah. Does it feel different than you, for you? It, you know, it does, man. You know, I just, you know, kind of figuring out, you know, who I am as far as artist-wise, who I am more and as I get older and just like I've, you know, just been practicing pretty much every day. And, uh, you know, Puckett's, uh, that show that y'all were at was at Puckett's in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I had some, uh, like, uh, I was sick that night. So that was kind of an off night for me. But, man, I just uh, I just pushed through, you know, and it, it's been fun. Um I've I've definitely this summer I've definitely grown a lot as a musician and as an individual, so uh, it's it's been fun. It's been fun. Uh, Camden, and, and for the folks that don't know, we did put it in there. He's like one of the most amazing sixteen-year-olds I've ever met. Uh, one good thing about Camden is his dad's got some style, and we'll talk about you, Dad, a little later. Tell him what you tool around town in, Camden. Yeah, so uh, you know, for, for I know, I'm, I'm getting to the age now where I'm starting to drive by myself and all that. And uh, we, you know, I was uh, first of all, dad to me is one of my biggest influences as an individual. Man, I, I'm, I'm blessed with a really great dad who cares about me and supports my dreams, and um, I, I'd do anything for that guy, you know. Um, but uh, he uh, he gifted me uh, with a Cadillac, man. So for a first car, I have a Cadillac and. You know, we've been going to shows, and, and it's a fun little uh, little ride around. You know, he, he drives it, and I drive it too. You know, it's kind of a kind of a community car, in a sense. But uh, it's it's a fun little tour, man. How are you? Uh, you've got to know Camden's music over the last little bit. Uh, we've got kids. Just a, you've got a couple of kids. One a little older than Camden. One a little younger. It's amazing to see someone his age, in maturity and performance to me. That's what gets me every time. How about you? Yeah, it really is. He, he doesn't seem like he's 16. He's way, seems like, you know, he's, he's a lot older. Seems like he's a lot older than he really is. And it's on a fantastic show. If you ever get a chance to go see him, you need to go watch him. He, he's, I'm not a huge country music fan. I enjoy listening to uh, Camden play. He's, he's fantastic. I appreciate well, it. We're breaking up just a little bit, but we So um, let's get this show on the road. I got everybody texting me. Looking, hey man, you've got more people's texts and looking for you, Camden, than we ever had on the show before. So <laughs> you're already you're already a major hit. Oh man, it's you know it's a blessing. You know, I, I never would have thought I was I was at the shoe store uh, in in uh, in Kimball, Tennessee, near Whitwell, where I, you know that Confederate Railroad. I opened up for Confederate Railroad, and uh, this lady this lady had a Tootsie shirt on, and this lady and I started talking, and I told her that I play music and all that, and uh, she had, she put two and two together and, you know, uh, 
realized who I was from the Confederate Railroad show. She was there, and uh, she asked for my autograph. You know, and it. Oh wow! It's a uh, it's a blessing, man. You know, I'm God's been really, really cool to us. You know, and uh, I ain't perfect. You know, we all you know we all go off track a little bit, but you know, I'm I'm really grateful for the, uh, you know, the outcome we've had as far as this whole music thing. So, so uh, I'm gonna the first question. I'm gonna be really honest with you. Your dad, when you were playing in the Triple Threat, I think we called it, you called yeah. it, with uh, our friend of the show, Chris Taylor. Yeah. Uh, and A.J. Morrison? Yeah, A.J. Morrison, yep. Your dad invited me to a show, and you were about 13 at the time, and I was like, you know, I'd want to support, I'd want somebody to come out and support my daughter. Yeah. And I showed up, and, like, I was sitting there going, how old are these kids? Uh <laughs> And you were a drummer then? Yes, sir, I was. You know, there's four drummers in my family. Uh, myself, Johnny E. Smith, who's the president of Songbirds, and uh, Zach Loveless, who's played for guys like Big Smo and countless others, and my cousin, Johnny's son, Hunter Smith, who's a really uh, working musician and a well-known musician around Chattanooga. I'm proud of him. But uh, drumming's kind of our thing, you know, and I remember Triple Threat. We were a band for, uh, I think, like two days. And we uh, literally were a band for two days, and uh, we uh, we went in a competition, like a kids' talent competition in uh, Songbirds when they were doing the kids' thing. And out of thirty bands, we placed second. So uh, yeah. that was an incredible start. That uh, a little bit about Chris. We'll get into that. Chris just opened up for Alan Jackson. I know he's one of your great friends. Chris was kind of, he's a little older than you. He just, he took off to Nashville right after high school and he's just killing it over there. Man, I'm, I'm proud of that boy. You know, I, I kind of get teary eyed talking about it, man, because he was 17 years old when I first met him, you know, um, a kid, basically, you know, I'm at the age, I'm, I'm about that age now, you know, and I'm super proud of that man. You know, I'm super proud of that kid and I, and I love him to death. He's a brother of mine. And, uh, you know, it, it was funny. Our, our last show together, we did a little acoustic show together at a Mexican restaurant called El Fagona. We talked about it, and this is right before he moved to Nashville. And I remember sitting in the booth with him, you know, tear, you know, we're both crying. And, uh, you know, because, I mean, it, it was happening. You know, he's moving to Nashville. You know, that's kind of everybody's dream, and he's doing it. And, you know, he took off, and he ran with him, man. Look at where he's at now, playing two arenas and two nights in a row, you know, uh, Denver, Colorado, and Salt Lake City, Utah. You know, so I'm proud of that guy. And Chris, uh, we used to catch him over at the Mexican restaurant where we, you played at just uh, like six months ago, and now he's yeah. in the arena. Yeah, it it it's so weird, man. You know, it's it is. Gosh, he he's, he's he he has earned it. He deserves every bit of it, man, for real. So in that little setup, you had a pretty soft little gig behind the drums. You really wasn't fronting, but something in your heart had to say. I want to come out beside, behind the drums and I want to front my own band. When did that first start at, for you? Yeah, so I've always kind of, I've always known how to play the guitar. I start, I picked up the guitar probably about eight years old and uh, I'd always knew how to play it. And I was, I was all right. You know, I could play along the songs and, you know, I didn't, I went to a Christian school uh, from fourth grade to eighth grade and uh, I got, kind of, you know, singing at the chapels and services, you know, and uh, I went to a new school, Day County High School, which I, where, where I attend now, and I didn't really have a way to break myself in, you know, like everybody has 
for example, Randall, the football player, you know, Howie, the basketball player. I didn't really have that. I was just candid. Nobody knew who I was. So, uh, some, you know, baby face from some Christian school, you know. So, they had a talent show uh, going on. And I was going to do something with the drums, but nobody no, no, nobody would understand technically what was going on behind the kid, right? So, yeah, uh, I was like, well, you know, I, I kind of sing a little bit. And I know how to play guitar. Why not play, you know. I just got some little Jason Aldean song, and there's a pretty interesting story behind that too. This little Jason Aldean song, and uh, I won the talent show, you know. And I was like, "Well, you know, if, uh, if I can do that, I just, you know, want to go out and see how, you know, how I how I do it." And I went to Georgia Has Talent, and just kind of came on and came on. And then May 22nd, I got my first show opening up for a guy at the Brew House, and from every ever since then, man, it's just been uphill, and you know, I'm. Really grateful for it, man, for real. Well, we're, 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 we heard you perfectly. The video's kind of jumping. Yeah. Again, we've got the network. For everybody listening, we got the network kind of strung, having three live feeds on it, but we're trying to pull this off. Um, Howie, did you have a question you wanted to ask Camden about maybe where he's at now? Yeah, as far as uh, you just mentioned school earlier, been a high school student and all that. Have you missed out on anything, or have you, has your life changed becoming a musician? Has, has how you has know, your classmates reacted to this? You know, uh, at, at first there was a lot of a lot of uh, amusement toward it, towards it. They found amusement towards it, and they kind of gave me a little bit of heat for it. And it never really did bother me. You know, I'm, I'm not much bothers me. You know, like that and. Uh, you know, I wouldn't really say I've given up anything being a normal teenager. Uh, I mean, I've, I do, you know, hang out with my friends on the weekends. So I don't have shows. And even after shows, I go to their house and hang out. And, you know, not much has changed. But uh, I think it's kind of funny because I was in uh, Panama uh, with my friends, actually two, two of my friends, um, you know, and uh, we were in hot tubs. And I would have to break the ice for every conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like uh, that's kind of an advantage that the music business has given me is the ability to talk to people, you know? And uh, I mean, there, there's not anything that I have to sacrifice, but there is, there's a lot of differences, you know what I'm saying? So Camden, that's a great question. And you almost wrote your own question there. You have to run in circles. Now, I heard, some, I heard you talking to our, a restaurant owner one night and I was so impressed. What was it, being that you're only as old as you are, yeah. you kind of book yourself a lot, don't you? Uh, I do. I'm going to go out here real quick. My phone's about to die, so I'm going to go out here and charge it. Okay, you go, you go where myself, you need to go. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. You know, uh, to me, being in a radio station, talking on, you know, uh, national radio at about, four years old <laughs> talking has uh been something that i've been blessed with the ability to do so you know and um there's 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 a lot of things there's a lot of things that i do on my off time as i study body language to me body language is a big deal uh everything from how you carry yourself eye contact and uh you know a lot of other things so I, you know, I kind of there's a, there's a lot of people that I watch actually with, when it comes to style and how to carry themselves in a conversation. So you know, there's a lot of studying that goes on behind it, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, did you get phone hooked in where you can get it charged? Yeah, I'm about to right now. You can you can keep uh. Hey, You're Mom, all right, man. I'll keep going. Um, all right. So, yeah. Now that you're starting to make your name around town, and you're starting to play, you play about once a month at Puckett's, and yeah, you you play a lot down in Georgia. You got some contacts down there. Yeah. Um, is it? And you played at one of my favorite places in the whole world last weekend, Chestnut Station in Gadsden, Alabama. Yeah. That place is amazing, man. I love that place. I love that. I, I love that place, too. And it's been there so long, Camden, that I ran sound in that place probably when I was 22 years old. So that place has been there for a while. And uh, Really? What's it like? Where's your favorite place to play at so far? Did I lose you? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. Camden, can you hear uh, us? Yeah, but uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Chestnut Station, man, is a great place. I'm much, I'm trying to get a show book there. Actually, uh, I opened up for a buddy of mine, Chase Baker, and uh, there's not many shows where I feel. I mean, you know, I haven't. Let me just put it this way: I haven't felt that good about a performance in a long time. And Chestnut Station, man, ten out of ten recommend you go there, man. I love that place. Yeah, how we uh, we that's not just that's in your neck of the woods, isn't it? Yes, it's like a, a thirty-minute drive from where I live at. Uh, you know, like Randy said, that place has been around forever, and that used to be the happening place on weekends, which I'm, I'm sure it still is. And uh, you could drive out there and see a lot of big-name artists that have actually performed there on weekends, yeah. and uh, some of them, you know, had made their name there. And I got a feeling that you know. Here in 10 years, there'll be some people saying, hey, you remember that Camden Smith that won that music award last night? We saw him play at Chestnut Station in Gaston, Alabama. Yeah, man, you yeah, know, I, I hope so, man. You know, it, it's pretty it's pretty scary, you know, being a junior. You know, I just started, you know, my first day of my junior year <laughs> two days ago. And, uh, you know, or three days ago being Thursday of last week. And it's like, it's here. Like yesterday, I was a freshman. You know what I'm saying? And here I am yeah. now, a junior. And it's like I'm I'm one year away of you know away from try. You know, I'm, it's time. You know, when I graduated, I mean, it's time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So I I know you don't. Everyone that you play with now, and every place you go has got its own little special thing about it. So far, where's your favorite place locally to play? Do you like I, – I really think when we're at Puckett's, you're able to put on a great show. That's a great little venue. But is there some place that you've played you went, wow, if, if I could have the perfect stage, this is it? Yeah, you know, it, it, that's that's a hard question. You know, I have four places like that. I mean, it, it's so – it's hard, um, you know um, – I would have to say one being the brew house in Rome, Georgia, which is now Peaches, two Puckets, um, Songbirds when it was open, oh, yeah. Songbirds South, and uh, Chestnut Station. I really enjoyed Chestnut. That's that's great. 
man, just to play all those places already. That's incredible. I mean, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I know you had to move away from your guitar. Maybe later on in the show, we can get one song out of you. Um, but, yeah, maybe I'm. Uh, I'm about to have to go. I'm actually on Sand Mountain right now in uh, Hinegar, Alabama. So when we get home, uh, if we're still on here, but uh, man, you know, it, for 16 years old, you know, having you know worked for you know opened up for Danny Shirley and you know met Jason Aldean's drummer Rich Redman. It's like I'm. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and. You've got a great relationship with, I know, a couple of Cole Wenzel's guys. Um, yeah, the um, drummer. We, uh, we we went we went and uh, we went and saw Cole Wetzel in Maryville, Tennessee, a couple weeks ago, and uh, his tour manager knew Dad from professional wrestling, and uh, he got us tickets. He hooks it. I've I've seen Cole Wetzel live probably about three times, and uh, he got us tickets and all that. But this time he uh, he gave me a signed set list. And uh, he let us meet Co. Man, that was Co's my hero. You know, there's no doubt about it. He is my hero. He is, you know, my my one of my biggest music influences. And you know, I got to meet him. And they always say, "Don't meet your hero because you'll be disappointed." But you know, that was uh, that was one of the best experiences that I've ever had. Awesome. Now we're gonna switch subjects a little bit. Knowing your dad and following you since you started, you got you got a couple of guitars you really love. And uh, I do a, a couple a couple guitars with some stories behind them. Let's start with the one you started with. And I went to high school with this guy, but it's a guitar that used to bring belong to Rance Helton. And that guitar seems to mean the world to you. What's the story behind it? It uh, it, it does, man. And uh, you know that that guitar has had blood on it, tears, sweat. I mean, that guitar has been with me through everything, and. So there's a gentleman by the name of Rance Helton who purchased my first guitar for me. He gifted it to me, um, and which I, I'm very thankful for Rance, man. He, he made that investment that changed my life, genuinely. And, uh, you know, he gave me and Dad the guitar, the Great Divide guitar. It's a Sunburst Great Divide. And there's many pictures of it uh, on my social media. Um, it's a Sunburst Great Divide. And... Uh, he gave it to us, and about two weeks later, he passed away. And uh, that guitar, it sat around for a little bit, um, collecting dust. You know, and one day I looked at it, and I was like, Rance wouldn't want the guitar sitting there, just just sitting there. And uh, you know, I've 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 played songbirds on I've played on stage at songbirds with that guitar. I played on stage with you know, open up for Confederate Railroad. I played on stage at the Burr House. You know, everywhere that I've played that guitar has been, you know, awesome. and, uh, I just, I just, I, I want Rance to see it. I want Rance to look down and, uh, be proud. You know, it's, it's kind of a touchy subject, but you know, um, yeah, I, I, am looking forward to the day where I can thank him, you know? Yeah. And just, I knew a little bit of the story and I, I'll be honest with you. Dad has told that story and, and the fact that it was sitting there and you started playing it, that's that's exactly what anyone would want. Yeah. Now, you just got a new guitar, and, and I saw, look, man, I'm just going to go ahead and draw a conclusion. There was a lot of hard work went into buying your latest guitar. Tell us a little bit about Hank. Yeah, Hank is uh, my new Gibson J45. 
it's a it's a red wine limited edition. Um, that thing is beautiful. You know, I, I had a J forty five Epiphone, and uh, I I broke it on stage actually. Um, and I, I love that style of guitar, J45. I love that style. And so, you know, I was thinking maybe fix the headstock because the headstock broke on it. And, uh, yeah. maybe it fixed the headstock and, you know, glue it on together or whatever. And, uh, you know, I was at rehearsal and dad was like, Hey, come here. I got to tell you something. And that scared, I thought somebody had passed away or something. It scared me, you know? And he was like, uh, he, he told me that I was, that I was going to get the Gibson and I was like, I mean, I mean, I cried. I really did. I cried, man, because that's that's my dream. Every time that I've played a Gibson, it seems so far away to actually have one that I own in my hands. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it, it came in, and I got I got to play my first show with it at Puckett's, actually, and it, it was weird. It was like I I should be saying, "All right, thank you for letting me play the guitar. Here it is." You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's right. my guitar, you know, and it's it's. It's it's crazy. It's a it's a feeling that I, I really can't describe. I mean, for you know, I'm sure there's people out there. All Gibsons are you know, I could buy one right now. But you know, to me, for a 16 year old dude, that's a, it's a big deal. You know, and I'm and I'm very uh, very grateful for it, man. And it's a beautiful guitar it's, too. It's uh, a different color, red. What is that color? It is. It's a uh, it's red wine. It's like a like a I really don't a cherry kind of. I named it Hank after. Uh, the Bass Pro, Hank Cherry. I'm a really big fan of him. Oh, Cherry really? because it's red. So Hank Cherry, you know. And uh, obviously Hank Sr. and Hank Williams Jr., they've both had a, uh, a big influence on my music career. And uh, so, you know, a little cool, a little respect thing. So. It's great. It, uh, I, I tell you, I was really blown away by the, the, the residence that you got out of Hank. It was really – it adds something to the performance that you have – that guitar kind of rings and has a sound of itself. You know, it, it does. It really does. And that's what I love in, uh, in, in a guitar is the, like, individuality. You know, it's like yeah. snowflakes. No two are alike. And, uh, you know, I mean, you got to realize that guitar right there, That I mean, that, that, a Gibson like that, man, could, could last somebody their lifetime. Really. Yeah. And uh, it uh, – it, it, it does. I feel like, you know, the old saying, you know, you, you look good, you play good, you know, or, you know, the better, the better what you have, the better you play. I feel like just cause you're more comfortable. I'm the most comfortable I've ever been with a guitar. And, uh, it just, it feels, it just feels natural. You know, it looked good. Now we're going to switch subjects for just a minute. First of all, I know, and how your question will follow up my little introduction here. I know we, we both were big fans, and your dad was a big fan. We just recently lost Bobby Eaton. Shout out to the Eaton family. I know we all love the Eaton family. I got to know Bobby a little bit myself. He's a great guy. But that brings me to your dad, man, the guy that probably would – he would be probably uncomfortable if he knew I was going to talk about him in the show. But your dad was uh, an influence on mine back in the day. Your dad, uh, former pro wrestler Pat Rose, Broke into the business at what, 18 years old? Yep, and, 19 uh, years old, yes, sir. Yeah, he's a, and, and, he, and he's been all around the world. And Howie, do you have that question? I thought it was to the point that you wanted to ask Camden. Yes. <clears throat> Can you see or do you 
Yeah, can you see any similarities between you and your dad as far as, far as the journey? I, he broke up on us, but yeah. he sent in a question about wanting to, the similarities between the journey you're taking and your dad took in pro wrestling. Man, 100% there's similarities. You know, the music business and the wrestling business are so similar. It's, it's crazy, man. You know, there's people that disagree, but, you know, uh, it's it's cool and to have somebody like him that you know have done the mob with me and teaching me the importance of you know respecting the people that came before you and paying your dues and all that and uh it's kind of cool because all the people that i know their their dad them and their dad bonds by like going to the park or something you know what i'm saying and me and him bond by being on the road which i love you know and i wouldn't i wouldn't trade it for the world man all right, let's give a second. We're getting a little static, so let's let give a second. So, um, your dad uh, and you, you travel together when you have shows, and uh, I think that's great. Your dad is like your, uh, uh, your personal little so When you were first starting, you didn't even have a driver's license. What? How did your dad get you back and forth from shows? Yeah, you know, it, uh, it was a lot of, uh, can you hear me? Good. It's breaking up a little bit. Hold on, I'm gonna try something, Camden. Stay with us. Just stay with us. Just one second. Flush the pause, but we'll be right back. Hey, Camden, you you're, there? Oh, there you are. You can start again. Can you hear me? I, I, yeah. Uh, maybe get a little closer to the mic. Try again. So. Yeah, perfect. The Your your uh, audio is still cracking a little bit, but okay. um, the similarities and uh, the similarities between the wrestling business and the music business uh, and how I got back and forth from shows. You know, it, there was a lot of sacrifice going on to it, you know, uh, until I got my permit, you know, which it, you know, honestly, I, I didn't, I didn't go a long time doing the frontman thing without a permit or without a driver's anything. So, uh, you know, there's probably, there's a handful of shows that he had to drive to and all that. But, uh, you know, my, my big thing is trying to put miles under my belt, man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, it's pretty cool. Am I, can you hear my audio now? It's, it's still cracky. Okay. We'll try to, if it gets where you can't hear us, just give a thumb up and I'll try to reset it. All right. Um, so what do you think your dad can teach you about show business or the presentation from pro wrestling to the stage? Is it the, uh, that psychology of pro wrestling that you can bring now? So as far as like working the crowd and stuff like yes. that? Yes. Yeah. So, um, there's, you know, it's pretty cool, actually. You know, music is a lot like a wrestling match. You know, you, you know, you, you high spots, low, you know, taking breaks, you know, whatever the case may be. Same thing with songs. You want to play a few fast songs, a few slow songs to give yourself a break. And it's, it's a lot like a wrestling match. And a lot of people see it as somebody on stage playing guitar. 
And uh, it's kind of cool because, you know, even when you're wrestling, it's like you're still thinking. You know, as, I, as I'm singing, I'm looking at the crowd, observing their body language, observing how they're acting. Okay, I need to speed it up. Are they still in the mood for slow songs? What's going on? And, uh, that you know, that's a thing that, you know, dad's taught me. Um, and that's, like I said, another similarity between the wrestling business and the professional wrestling business, you know. All right, buddy. I'm telling you. Hey, Howie, you can unmute. Let's see if we can hear you now. Howie, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear. I've been hearing the whole thing. Well, well at least we sound good. Uh, well, we so, never uh, look good. Maybe we can sound good. Yeah, well, Camden's definitely the high candy of this crowd. If, if we're starting a trio, we're hurting here with two of us. Um, Randy, you ask a question real quick? Yeah. Uh, I want to jump back to the school thing. I've been to Puckett twice, and Randy saw you a lot more than I have. But I've noticed that you have a lot of support from, it seems like your uh, classmates that comes out and support you and all that. What does that mean to you? Man, you know, it means the world to me. You know, teenagers, you know, at this at this time in our lives, at this, at this age, you know, Saturdays are really important. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's, it's pretty, it, it means the world, the absolute world to me that they, that they come and support me. You know, I have a group of friends that I roll with. And, uh, you know, they're there every show, um, you know, they, they buy, you know, I, they, I try to try to avoid it, but they buy the merch. I try to give it to them. They won't take it unless, you know, I take some something. And, uh, you know, those are the people right there that are, you know, that are real ones, you know, they're family to me. And, you know, I have, I have, you know, two friends, Grant Moore, who I've been friends with since I was in diapers and uh, we've been friends since we were in diapers and, uh, Lucas Costley and, you know, those are my boys. You know what I'm saying? They've, we've been yeah, through a lot yeah. with each other, and those boys are definitely going to be riding on the tour bus with me if I ever get to be blessed with one. I just want a backstage <laughs> pass because I hear they have a buffet backstage. I want to I want to try that. I want to try that good buffet. I, hey, I just want to be able to say I that I talked to you personally Puckett, once. Man. Do what Cam didn't, didn't hear I you. said I didn't see the buffet at Puckett's, but next time I'll be looking for it. I'm all about some buffets now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Let's let's switch one more time. Let's switch just a little bit back to to something that I'm amazed. Um, you you wrote and released your first single. Single. Um, what was that process like for you? You know, it, it was pretty cool. You know, there's it, it's kind of a whole story. You know, there's this uh, there's this girl I used to go to school with. Uh, at, I went to a Christian school up here on Sand Mountain actually, and we used to go to school together. And uh, you know we had kind of gotten mad at each other and all that, you know how it goes. We got mad at each other and, you know, Chase Baker, I was playing a show with him and, uh, it, uh, heart attack. He played heart attack during sound check before it was released and everything, you know? And, uh, it, I, 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 I mean, it was crazy. It, it really touched me. And, you know, I, we, I texted her and we made things right and all that. And, uh, I had a dream one night actually, uh, Really, uh, I, I remember the dream like it was yesterday, man. And uh, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, probably about 2 in the morning on the school, Sunday night, maybe. And uh, I wrote this whole song without a guitar, just laying in my bed, typing it out. Um, it probably took me about five minutes. And then I went home, or not went home, went to school and went in my art room. And the art teacher had a little uh, intern. And he had a guitar. Me and him were good friends. And so he let me borrow his guitar. And I went and took a little side room, locked myself in there. And I did a little voice memo of, you know, a melody I had in my head. And I went home and cleaned it up. And then it turned into what it is. And we finally got to bring it in the studio. And uh, that was a pretty cool process, man. You know, I had a, 
my uncle Johnny Smith um, on drums. He's played drums for Travis Trick, Kenny Chesney, and everybody you can think of, man. And um, he he played drums on it, which is a huge honor. Um, Dran Lewis, Dran Michael Lewis, he uh, he played all the string instruments, and he produced it. His wife Amber Lewis or Amber Carrington Lewis sang background vocals, and Josh Grambling of Radio Romance, which is a really well-known band in Nashville, he played uh, the little guitar solo. Man, it's a sick guitar solo, but. I got signed out of school on November 17th. We went to the studio, got there about 11 a.m. or yeah, 11 a.m. and didn't leave till about nine uh, that night, man. And it was it was work. It was work. Every every hour was work, and uh, it uh, it was fun. I'm really really grateful for that team, um, giving me the effort that they gave me. You know what I'm saying? Um, being so young yeah. and so new at the studio game. So it, really, it was fun. It was really fun. And do what? You, you released it on January the 1st. So you only had a little bit of time to get that date in. So to record it one day, everybody had to be dedicated. That was yeah, tough. Yeah, uh, you know, we we didn't get it sent. We didn't get the mastered version until probably about December 25th. You know, Christmas Day or a little bit day after Christmas or something. So it was like real close, and uh, we uh, we we thought we were going to change the release date, but we didn't. And man, when that song came out, and I looked on iTunes, and it and my name was there, and the picture, and you know everything else. It, it it's almost like to me, it's almost like having a kid, something you work so hard to create, and it comes out to be some beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, it, it that was a night full of tears. I can tell you that, right? Happy tears, you know. Yeah, you um, but. you touched me on Facebook that night or Instagram. You went live and you were like, I, I don't know if it was the shock of, hey, I did it. I, I don't even think you cared if anybody really understood what you were going through. You just wanted people to go listen to it. And that was your point. Yes. Just go get it. Listen to it. Give me a chance. Yeah, it, uh, man, you know, and then I got to sit in the truck with my grandpa and I heard it for the first time on the radio, you know? Oh, wow. And, uh, that, that was, that was weird, you know? And it was like, what am I doing on the radio? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, who, who did I trick? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, and then learning it's been being played in, you know, almost every state in the country. It's like, it's really wild, man. And, uh, you know, that, that I went live that night and it was just pure emotion. You know, the three emotions that I that I that I felt that night that was overwhelmed, that are overly whelming that I was feeling was gratefulness, relief, and happiness. Awesome. You know? Awesome. Can you hang about fifteen more minutes and we'll we'll call it a night. You got an, you got another fifteen or so? Um Probably ten, if that's cool. That's cool. That's very cool. So let's let's get on to let's get on to a little bit of. Uh, we're going to ask you some. Uh, how are you, do you have any follow up to that before we go into the reaction segment? Well, I actually got a question. Was it Puckett's couple of weeks ago and heard you play and and you you sung a new song that you had just wrote on vacation? Um, what? How, how did that come about? Did, were you sitting on the beach and have a notepad and pencil or 
was you strumming the guitar and it just come to your head or i mean tell us about you know coming up with songs writing the songs that you come up with yeah well you know that i was on vacation and uh you know and there's a couple situations that went on uh you know that wasn't fun uh so you know kind of as a decompressed kind of thing i went down to the beach it probably and i wouldn't say too late you know 12 something like that and uh it, i was right on the water it was dark and i just had this chord like this like chord progression in my head and i was like hmm and so i just literally wrote how i felt on the you know thing and um it, it was cool you know it uh it, it came out to be a pretty cool song and uh you know there was a few ad-libbing parts at Puckett's um, to get the point across, but, it, you know, it's a pretty neat song. Well, I know as All soon right, as you so got done singing, I know as soon as you got done singing, Randy looked at me and said, I love it. I, uh, I love that song. Hey, I, I, yeah. I, I, I love your first song, and I'll always be a fan of that, but something about that song, the chord progression brought emotion out of me and that's what a song should do is when you put a series of chords together yeah. that touches somebody's that, heart you know, go ahead that was uh i'm gonna be real with you right now man that what you saw um was probably the rawest that you, the rawest emotion wise you'll see me on stage you know uh, it was awesome that was a really i had a lot of things on my mind um and uh, that that was that was real, you know. So that was it. Hey, it was. I'm a big fan, and I'll tell you that's one of my favorite moments I've ever seen you. I All right, that. let's plug the merch: Camden Smith hats, Camden Smith shirts, iTunes, Spotify, everything we got out there. Yeah, man. You know, I got shirts. The Camden Smith, the Camden Smith show. Uh, they're 25 bucks a piece, man. You can get them from uh, smalls to double XLs. And, uh, you know, I got shirts for kids and big boys, too, man. You know, and we got uh, we got the hats. We got Richardson hats. It says the Candace Smith Show on it. Um, if you want one, uh, private message me. The Venmo is the Candace Smith Show, all one word. Uh, you can go follow me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, at Candace Smith Music. And uh, you can go find me on iTunes, Spotify, and every music streaming platform. Uh, just look up. I don't want to miss you by Candace Smith, and it should be there, man. And I appreciate you guys supporting me. I appreciate y'all, you know, letting me be on this thing, man. So, you know, it's fun. So go look me up and go play the music, man. Absolutely. Last two-minute segment here. I wanted to get a quick reaction. I want to throw some names at you. You just give me your first reaction. Start with your dad. My dad. Your dad. I know it's a tough one. There's too many words to describe that, man. You know? Uh, um, crazy. <laughs> selfless. Hilarious. And genuine. That's awesome. That's, that's, a, that's a relationship everybody should strive to have with their son. Johnny Smith. Um honest um blunt um loving giving and selfless all right what i didn't even tell you about it's kind of my secret one ben birchfield talented wild 
and uh, and faithful. He's been with me through, you know, I remember our, my first show was at a birthday party in uh, a cabin in Rising Fun, and he was there, you know, and then him, it's kind of weird, you know, because I looked over, I, I look over to my, to my right, and I see Ben at the cabin, and I'm on stage in front of 1,100 people. I look over, and I see Ben playing guitar with me at one of my biggest shows. You know, that man has, that, that guy has been with me at every show that I've ever played. He's got, he's got it too. I mean, he can make he a does. guitar ring. I'm proud of that kid. Chase Baker. He's my brother. I can tell you that. Um, he's real. He's real. He's talented. He's a hard worker. And he's very selfless because of what he's done for me in the music business, man. Um, you know, as a kid that has that doesn't know anybody and him being one of the biggest dudes in Rome and the surrounding areas, and for him to take me under his wing and teach me a lot really means the world to me, dude. You know, there's a lot there's not a lot of people in the music business that you'll meet that genuinely cares about you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Howie, if you can get your mic back on, Camden. Uh We'll cut it there. We could talk to you for an hour, man. I got to say from the bottom of my heart, we're going to post this a bunch of places. It'll be on iTunes. It'll be on Spotify. Our channel, River City Media, I'll have it. It'll be on the Marion Messenger in a little while. Uh, Howie, do you got anything to close? And then I, I got one comment. We'll get let Camden get out of here. Camden, if I knew you was going to be in Henniger, I'd invite you over. I'm five minutes from where you're probably at. And uh, we could have been on the show together, but uh, man, it's been an honor being able to talk to you today. And I've been to two of your uh, concerts, performances, and I plan on going to many, many more, man. Uh, I enjoy listening to you. Best of luck, man. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Gambin, you got a form anytime you want it here. Anytime you want to get something advertised, feel free. The uh, music's great. I love you, Dad. The dad's a good man. I'm going to tell you what makes me the biggest fan to you. You're a good kid, man, and you're going to make a great man and a great artist. All of us are out here rooting for you, buddy. If we here at River City Thanks, can man. ever help you, let us know, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. Thank y'all. Next time I have the guitar, we, we won't be, we'll, we'll get you on here. Let's do a little singing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will. You're done great, Camden. All right. Everybody, this is Off the Record with Randall. Thank Camden Smith, Howie Cheney. We'll see you same time next week.